Welcome to Sports, 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 the 12-year, $365 million fully guaranteed contract of sports and culture coming to you from independent remote quarantine locations. With me tonight, my co-host, the exclamation point, the passionate one, Reed. Good evening. And the question mark, the man who cares nothing about sports, Rowdy. Good morning. And in the middle of the period, my name is New Gentleman, episode 149. How are we? Feel pretty good. Doing yeah. great. I'm a little sunburnt, but I'm good. Sunburnt? What happened? I took my shirt off. Oh. Went in the sun, and it's like, have you ever seen vampire movies? When no, the sun but comes up? You, but I saw you once in uh, Mustang Island, Texas, where you With took- With no shirt on? Yeah, you got very oh. red, and we had to take you to a, a med check. Yeah, I also not, saw you at your bachelor party. I'm not Mustang. <laughs> I don't know what that's supposed to imply, but I'm not Mustang Island burnt, but I'm pretty burnt. How burnt were you in Mustang Island? Oh, my God. It burned enough to lay in the back of that Suburban and just moan. Yeah. <laughs> that was awful. That was my Vietnam. <laughs> Wow. Uh, and Charlie was. I feel. Bizarre. I feel like. I feel like there are a lot of people who would say any place in Texas is probably their Vietnam. <laughs> True. That's fair. It's big and all wrong. Um, it, it was started for all the wrong reasons. Hey, so questions. Uh, false pretenses. Uh, you learned at that point that you were allergic to the sun, whatever that means. Yeah. I mean, that's what they told you that you had to take Benadryl, right? I mean, that's what happened. Two thousand four. Weird. Yeah, sun poisoning. I got diagnosed with sun poisoning, and the the prescription. The they didn't give me. Well, they said I could put, uh, yeah, put some stuff on my skin. But basically, they were like, the best prescription is to stay out of the sun. But we were camping on the beach in Texas, so mm-hmm. that was impossible. So yeah. One of the worst camping spots I've ever seen. Is that what happened here, where you got this red? Is that what I, happened? I put yeah. on sunscreen. Uh, I just, I don't know. I was feeling good. I probably didn't reapply enough, but. But, but that face is that face isn't burnt because you got the shield on now. Yeah, that's right. That yeah, at least the lower half of my face, um, just not the part where it doesn't connect. You know, but just these two little burns under your yeah. lip. Yeah. Now, what happens? Your first, your first instinct to be to, should be to shave the beard and just see if you can mm. continue to keep a beard oh. line without with without the beard by just having, like just with the with the yeah having a beard the white camera. skin and red skin mm. that got canceled. Yeah. Oh, that's right. <laughs> the white skin and the red tail. Yeah. <laughs> we go. The Warriors. Yeah. Uh, I think we should get into this podcast. What are TBD. We, right. Yeah. Well, when, 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 when it gets to about, about this time, every episode, it starts to get into rowdy beard talk. And, and that's when we know it's, it, that's the good sign that it's okay. time to just jump into sports. Sure. I mean, we haven't even gotten to sandwiches yet. <laughs> I wouldn't mind talking about that, but did you have any good sandwiches this week? No, I, ha- but I haven't. I, I, since we've not really been eating at restaurants, I I did. I, I mentioned to my wife, I was like, man, this it just it hit me. Uh, I saw I saw a sign uh, 
interstate exit sign for Chili's of all places. <laughs> and I was like, man. I want my baby back, baby, back, baby, back. I, <laughs> I'm craving a buffalo chicken sandwich right now. Mm-hmm. That mm-hmm. sounds they got amazing. Pull up, they got pull up and wait in the parking lot. Yeah, but I, man, I'm still, I'm still on the fence about all the, all Take the takeout stuff because i'm like yeah, there could still be some gross people breathing on my food no I'm, man take out they said it's one of the safer uh, activities you can do yeah. really yeah I actually i actually did have a good sandwich uh last week <laughs> i i called in and ordered uh takeout from a restaurant right down the street from my shop and got a uh grilled tenderloin fully loaded and oh yeah um, and waffle fries and that's one of the few times that I have not that that may have been the first time I'd actually eaten restaurant food. I'm kind of like you, Rowdy. I've just been cooking, mm. and woo, a tenderloin, grilled did tenderloin. Did, did a number on old Reed over here and all them okay. French fries. Okay, okay. <laughs> now it's time to talk about sports. Right? Yes. Well, thanks for joining us, and and well, it was nice to have you for that abbreviated time. You're welcome. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let's just do this. How you like that sandwich? <laughs> Rowdy, how about some sports? How about it? Hey, guys, uh, I heard that Dr. Uh, Fauci, Fauci, uh, Fauci, is it Fauci? Fauci? Yeah. 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 It, you know it's Fauci. Yeah. I don't watch the the lamestream media, so I don't know how to, I don't know how to pronounce it. Um, he's bringing the high heat to Washington. He sure is. What's going on? He's thrown out the first pitch at the uh, Washington Nationals home game. A honor that is typically reserved for POTUS. I believe so. I believe so. When when you sent this, it jogged my memory. I I, I didn't look it up, but I'm pretty sure that typically the first pitch of the first Washington Nationals home game is reserved for the president, which... For some reason, didn't go to the president this year. Uh, So that is actually going to be the first game of the season, uh, which starts tomorrow, Thursday, today, for those of you listening. Uh, It's going to be a 7 o'clock pitch. So tune in, see what what old Tony F. has in store. I'm guessing a breaking ball. Ooh. I'm guessing he's going to get... No, I think he's going to get a little fancy. I think he's going to throw some breaking... Or do you think that he's going to change his mind and throw something different? (laughs) Yes. Well, at first, he's going to tell us breaking ball. (laughs) He's going to say breaking ball, and then he's going to throw the high heat because he's going to change his mind. Three months later. He's going to learn something and Mm -hmm. then do something Mm -hmm. different. We know that that Trump would get booed. Yes. We know that he's in terrible shape. But wouldn't you like to see him fall on his face? Well, have you seen – you've seen the photos, right, of him pitching – uh, he he threw out a pitch uh, that was 2006 uh, at Fenway Park. He threw out a pitch, and he's like got that weird face where he's like got his his face all scrunched up and everything. I mean, I can't say anything because as we talked about a few weeks ago, I tried to throw a baseball back to. Uh, a little league practice, and I <laughs> yeah. uh, didn't even make it to the twelve-year-old uh, girl who was uh, like waiting for me to throw to her. Uh, I will say I got it; it was accurate. 
it was going in the right mm. direction. It just didn't reach her. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think that that I don't I don't think Trump wants to embarrass himself anyway. So. I don't know. I kind of wish it was Trump out there because that 2006 pitch was about at least 4,700 fillet of fishes ago. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> oh, so two weeks. Yeah. Uh. Now, Fauci actually has some connections to the Washington Nationals. Besides being a big fan, he mentioned that, you know, when someone asked him about sports and whether or not we were going to have sports this year, he said there wasn't anything better than sitting out in the open air watching the Nats play. And then not only that, but Ryan Zimmerman, first baseman for the Washington Nationals, interviewed Dr. Fauci earlier this year about COVID-19 and whether or not it would be a season. So he has some connections to the team. Well, uh, and he maybe... did say that it was the best social distancing sport as well. Yeah, because no one is ever there because the, the attendance numbers are so bad. Well, that, yes, it's like uh, Tampa, what is it, Tampa Bay that no one goes to? Yes, exactly. Yeah. It's like going to, to a Rays game. It's the safest place in, in, <laughs> in Florida. Florida. You go to a Rays game. Rays Stadium. You won't run into anybody. <laughs> yeah, the trap. The Tropicana. Yeah, Tropicana. Yeah. Yeah. And, and in October, uh, so you, you mentioned Trump. Well, in October, when he threw out the first, first pitch um, in the World Series oh, in the Nationals, right. he, was, yeah. he was booed. Yeah. He was booed, and it was savage. It was. So. There were a lot of good Twitter uh, videos that night. Yeah, that's probably why uh, he wasn't asked back, or at least if he was asked, he said, uh, I'm busy that day. Mm. Right. What day um, is it? Yeah, I'm busy. Yeah, I'm busy. Yeah. Is that a Thursday? Mm, I got my book club. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> book club. I got, I got my I got my co- cognitive test study group that night. Elephant. <laughs> So, hey, hey, one, score one for science. That's what I have to say. Yeah, there you go. Right? I hope it's a zinger. I hope it knocks the catcher over. Yeah. Uh, so you guys ready for the start of the season? Could it's going to be less. weird, man. I mean, it's sure, whatever. Okay, great. Let's move on then. No, it is going to be weird. I watched some preseason. It's already weird. <laughs> yeah. But you know that they were calling it, so there was spring training. They, they, they called it... Uh, in March, when they typically have it, February, March, they called that spring training. When they came back, the uh, preferred term was summer camp. No, I don't, you heard I don't, I don't li- not like that. Instead of extended spring training or anything, they called it summer camp. So I thought oh. that was kind of interesting. You never, I, I couldn't they figure out. It COVID camp. No, oh, that would do been a good. little alliteration. Yeah. yeah, there you go. Rowdy, what else we got? All right. So uh, Madden. Uh, is is in a an interesting spot. You know, last week we talked about the team from Washington, and uh-huh. they are getting ready to release Madden 21 on uh, August 25th. And so they have uh, recently been talking about what their plan is uh, with uh, the the team from Washington, how they are going to handle this, since they have no new name, logo, anything. Um, and so they're essentially the, the way game, the way video games come out now, you buy the disc, Mm -hmm. right? But that's not the final game. So the downloads, right? Yeah. So you can, you can also, but yeah, you can also purchase the download, but even if you buy the actual like disc copy of the game, 
you're constantly getting updates right. to to the game. Um, and so all of these updates are going to come uh, when you first sign into the game through this on, online update before you can play. And so there's EA they're, sports, right? This is EA, right? Yeah. So right now they are, you, their, their plan is just to use a generic Washington team. So even if, um, if they come up with a name uh, by the time uh, the game releases, at, at least when it first releases, it will be just a generic, uh, generic team name. Um, but I did see a late breaking story that could, uh, could, could be an interesting twist on what we talked about last week, as far as the, the, uh, trademarks, um, a Redditor found that, uh, the same entity that runs redskins.com has registered the domain name dcsentinels.com. Oh, and the, the Sentinels... I hate it. I do the, too. That's the a soccer name. Well, the Sentinels yeah. was the name of the fictional team in the 2000 Keanu Reeves um, movie, The Replacements. That was one of the worst movies I've ever seen in the theater, by the way. I read the Wikipedia the entry theater? for this. I, I, pull, I, I, pulled I, a, I pulled a snoop and read the Wikipedia plot summary. It is and atrocious. I, I could no, see no, that. Hold on, I could hold, see on, that. hold on, hold on, hold on. Stop right there. You what, read the Wikipedia of this movie, Yes. right? Yes. Read. Yeah. He saved how much time by reading the Wikipedia? But he, An had, hour and he, half? But he has no understanding of the cinematic value of this film, the soundtrack. Which is zero. Which is zero. Which do, you think has more, which do you think has more value? This the, is the, this is the, the trade-off, though. If if I if or I get through this and I'm like, well, that sounded like a pretty good movie. Uh -huh. I already know what's going to happen, so I'm like, well, now do I want to invest the time? Like, I could have watched a really good movie, but I just ruined it. In you this case, I, in this visual case, art forms. In this case, though, I read the description. I'm like, oh, this sounds like such a cliched, stupid story. Oh, it was. Uh, no, the replacements well, was originally a Burt Reynolds vehicle. Just so we're all clear. The only thing I remember is the kicker smoked cigarettes during the game when he kicked, and I thought that was kind of funny. But other than that, that's that's really yeah. the only thing I remember about. I mean, this was what two thousand. Two thousand, yep. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Now you do know what's going to happen. That's fair, but you don't know how it's going to happen. So whether or not you know you're going to make it to the end doesn't change the journey to get you there. So. Uh, while I agree with your idea, yes, I know what's, what is going to happen. You don't know how it's going to happen, and that's why you watch a movie. It's like that's reading – It's but, but what you do is like reading art history textbooks with no plates. You're reading about a painting that you've never seen. That's yeah, what so reading Wikipedia is about no. movies. <laughs> that's that's not exactly the same but even if that were the even if it were the same which it isn't again i could still go and see the painting and then go okay now i understand i i understand this in a fuller context so it hits me both in the way that uh i understand it from 
from But you just made research. the argument that you don't have to watch the movie or see the painting because you already know what happens. <laughs> no, I didn't make that argument. I'm saying he saved time by understanding that. Now he doesn't need to. So yeah. if you read it and you decide to watch it, then you have you know what, but now you're experiencing the how. Yeah, my favorite thing what, to do go, is to read know. about Ansel Adams' photographs. That's my one of my favorite yeah. things to do. If you read about his process, then you have a greater understanding when you when you view it and go, "Wow, this is exceptional!" Like okay, the fact I that will say, I will the say, the fact that you understand his ten zones gives you a greater appreciation for the picture. I, now, had you just seen the photo, you wouldn't have understood the process which went which he went through to get to that final product. So both give you the experience. But you now, are a guy what, that what has about, read the entire Game of Thrones Wikipedia page and never seen Game of Thrones. He's seen one episode. I've seen a couple. And I I've watched it with him, and it was a terrible experience. I bet it was. <laughs> right, I've seen a couple. Those, those dragon's wings don't look like they're strong enough they to be able to go. Yeah. That dragon's huge. Those wings couldn't hold that, that up that in the air. That dragon doesn't look like what the Wikipedia page said it looked like. <laughs> <laughs> well, that last one didn't happen. The first two happened that Robbie described. It was awful. Um, so anyway, I don't know. So it could be the DC Sentinels because I uh, that was not on the list of, of trademarks that we talked about last week. The rumor swirling around earlier in the week, though, was that Warriors was the name that they were gravitating toward. Even though Dan Snyder let that lapse... Uh, uh, last year i think like he had the chance to keep that trademark and he and he let it lapse um i i believe so that's a poor choice yeah. warriors anyway i think it's yeah. not enough of a removal and another team already has it i think the dc uh, or uh, the the from what i read the the warriors were the um leader in the c suite and the red tails were the leader in the uh, in the locker room, hmm. so the, the players really want red tails, but they don't want. Well, the players usually get what they want. <laughs> oh, all all the time, all the time. That's how this thing totally works. Right. Well, yeah. People in the C suite wouldn't be in the C suite if they weren't, you know, super smart, right? That's and, absolutely and right. Yep. Make really good decisions. So this is a meritocracy. Right. Yeah. Um, but you. You would think they would have to. Do you think it would be Washington Sentinels? No, it'd be Washington. Washington. Yeah. The Washington uh, Sentinels, or the DC. Yeah. Well, they registered DC Sentinels, so we'll mm -hmm. see. Hmm. That's Two, a terrible name. It well, is a terrible name. Won't they? Like, yeah. There, there's. I mean, if you're going to go that direction, there are better options. So what do you so how's how's Madden handling this? They're basically making it's just them gonna be a generic, generic team. And gold. Mm -hmm. yep. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and probably just list the team as Washington. Yeah. Uh, I mean, since we uh, ended our recording last week, Washington got in some more trouble. Oh. The Washington Post reported that there were uh, that fifteen women came forward to alleged sexual misconduct by two former uh, employees of the Washington team. So it was hmm. from... Uh, Just the cheerleader pro, thing? Former director of pro personnel, Alex Santos, who was fired earlier uh, this month, and former assistant director of pro personnel, Richard Mann, the second. 
as long uh, as well as uh, radio play-by-play -play announcer and senior VP Larry Michael. Uh, so all three had been fired earlier this week. Wow. So, yeah, they're in some hot water. Well, um, everybody's got them under the microscope now, so it's going to get filthy. Yeah, yeah. So I think what Madden's going to call them might be the, the least of their situation, or least of their worries in this situation. Don't you think? I mean, is this, is this bad Unless enough? Unless it's a money thing. has to lose the team? Yeah, I don't know. Oh, he's not, he's not going to lose the team. Hmm. It's not going to happen. He's rich. No, this is yeah, the but, second. But, this is, but the owners control this. They could vote him out. They, uh, they did it in basketball. Bad things but, don't happen to rich people that often. Not there enough, are, I agree. There's three minority <laughs> owners that are looking to, sh to sell their shares within the team because hmm. of Snyder. Hmm. And any idea of yeah. the percentages of those owners? Well, like what per Oh, yeah, I, I didn't see that. That's a good yeah. question. Why is he is this guy like the most hated team owner like in the NFL? Mm, I don't know. Jerry Jones be up there, wouldn't he? Uh, yeah, like I just I always mean, among, you mean among other owners or among yeah. like fans? Among well. Because other owners, I don't know. Yeah, I, mean, it, I, I just I just keep seeing uh, stories about Dan Snyder, who I don't. Oh, he's I don't an know idiot. Anything about him, but everyone seems to hate this guy. Well, the public, I, mean, I think, I, yeah. Right, but I, as among owners, I think when you're when you're at that level of wealth, do you actually hate anybody else who's at that level of wealth because one, they can't touch you. And they're making you money, too. Exactly. And two, they're making you money. Mm -hmm. So at that point, you're in like the marketplace of human capital. Right. And you only care mm -hmm. if they're going to make you money. You're not right. really concerned with like their value system. Exactly. Yeah. Did I say too much? Did we go a touch too Marxist there? <laughs> did, did I touch it right on the nose? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, I don't think the owner – the reason I think at this point owners would have turned sour on him is just because of all the bad pub it's causing yeah. the, the league, not mm -hmm. because of – I mean, th they're the most valuable team in the NFL, aren't they? Mm. Cowboys are, but not oh, far behind. Okay, Cowboys. But, yeah, I mean, th they are right up there on top in terms of franchise net worth, so – yeah, I I, I, mm -hmm. I agree with Snoop. I mean, it, it, that, that's two different arguments, and one counts and one doesn't. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, if it, it was up to the fans, he would have been out 10 years oh, ago. Oh, a long right? time ago. I mean, yeah, I, I've, I've long heard uh, Washington fans get annoyed with him just because yeah. of player personnel and how he, how he uh, meddles with the management of the team. But, <clears throat> yeah. And Albert, I mean, yeah, I mean, after the whole Albert Haynesworth debacle where he signed right. into that like ninety million dollar contract, right? I think the fans have been fed up with him for a long time. Yeah. Maybe even FedEx up with him a long time. There you go. But and he, they suck. Yes, exactly, exactly. <laughs> Winning is a salve that that uh, will uh, heal a lot of wounds. Heals all wounds. It's like A and D ointment. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
And uh, they have not been winning, sir. No, so. for a long time. Yep. What else we got? Where are we um, going next? Let's talk about the major leaguers who are planning on taking knees or who are taking knees. What's, already what's going on, on here? Already yeah. on some knees. Yeah, there's been quite a few. Uh, one of the big ones uh, over the weekend was the uh, San Francisco Giants. Uh, Gabe Kapler, their manager, actually took a knee along with some staff. So oh, they were really? They were among the first members of Major League Baseball to kneel during the National Anthem uh, since 2017 when, um, what's his name? I forgot his name. Uh, player knelt in 2017. Uh, I didn't write down his name. Uh, along with that, some of the Reds players, including, including Joey Votto, knelt. Um, and they've all kind of made comments since then, basically stating this isn't about, this is no surprise here, this isn't about uh, respecting the flag or, uh, or about the troops. This is about making the country that they love better. Um, so I thought it was pretty cool if Gabe Kapler, the manager, that is cool. should take a knee. Uh, so uh, he... He said, uh, I wanted them to know that I wasn't pleased with the way our country has handled police brutality. I told them that I wanted to amplify their voices and I wanted to amplify the voice of the black community and marginalized communities as well. And so I told them I wanted to use my platform to demonstrate my dissatisfaction with the way we've handled racism in our country. I wanted to demonstrate my dissatisfaction with our clear systemic racism in our country. Mm. I wanted them to know they've got to make their own decisions and we would respect and support those decisions. I wanted them to feel safe in speaking up. We've had these discussions the last several days and we will continue to have them. So he just came right out and said it, huh? I guess so. Yeah. So he didn't say if they'll continue to kneel uh, after this. But at least to at least for this game, two days ago, they didn't kneel. So we'll see what happens tomorrow. What do you think, Reed? Do you think these guys kneel? I mean, baseball is a pretty conservative sport. I think they, I think they do. Didn't uh, didn't somebody on the Reds or something kneel too? Joey Votto, uh, yeah. Amir Amir Garrett, uh, Luis Castillo, and there was one more that I can't. I remember. think the lid's blown off it now. I think that, um, I mean, with basically that uh, uh, quasi Mia Copa from uh, uh, what's his face, the NFL commissioner, uh, what four oh, or five weeks Roger ago, Goodell. Roger Goodell, yeah, four or five weeks ago, where mm-hmm. I mean, I, I think it's, I don't think it's. I think a lot of players are going to do it, and I don't think it's going to be that big of a deal for the leagues. Now, the some fans may be up in arms about it, but I, I think you're going to see a lot more of it. Hmm. Yeah, you think so? In all sports, what do you think the what do you think the blowback will be from the fans of baseball? They skew older. They skew more conservative. They ain't there. It doesn't uh, matter. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> Can't hear them booing. They ain't there. Yeah, they're not going to buy a cutout of themselves, or they're going to demand that their cutout be removed if uh, if the players kneel. They do skew yeah. old. That's true. The demographic, but I mean, 
that's just a whole other issue for for baseball in general. But I do. I think. Well, I don't think there's going to be football, but I think you're going to see a lot of it in football. But I, I think you're going to see see it all over the place. Well, football has already said that at least for week one, they're going to play the black national anthem at every game. So yeah, and I did watch a little bit of NBA, and they have Black Lives Matter on the court. Yeah. So between, I the the fan blowback will be interesting. I mean, if anybody who watches baseball has noticed that baseball wasn't on yet, um, because when you think about baseball, it is an older. It, they skew older. They skew more conservative. I mean, just look at your uh, look at the Washington Nationals, even though. You know, D.C. itself is is very liberal. The players are uh, pretty conservative. You have uh, after after the World Series, Patrick Corbin, Trey Turner. Uh, they went to play golf with um, with uh, President Trump. Right. So it's a conservative sport. You know, when when Matt, when uh, it was uh, the catcher for the Oakland Athletics now he was basically blackballed after that he's never had another job so I don't there's there's been a definite change a definite shift I think so but I don't know how it's going to be handled uh at the league level yet I would be surprised if it's yeah. changes, if they're if they're talking about some of these systemic problems uh you know that um uh some of the players have brought up like Ryan Zimmerman uh, that they brought up. So mm -hmm. uh, Rowdy, what do you think? I don't know, man. Well, this isn't NASCAR. <laughs> this isn't NASCAR so you don't have an opinion. Turn yeah, left. I yeah. I only like oval, oval based sports that turn left. Mm-hmm. Left turn base sports, which is which is uh, 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 the ultimate ir irony of NASCAR. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, we'll see what happens tomorrow. Today, yeah. When you're listening to that. I mean, they've already been doing it, which leads me to believe they're gonna. At least some of those guys are gonna keep doing it, unless it's just kind of a one-time thing, and that's it. But yeah. we'll know soon enough. Yeah. So I found an older um, survey from 2013 that says um, college football is one of the more Republican sports, obviously NASCAR, NFL. MLB is actually uh, kind of right in the middle. Higher turnout, higher voter turnout, but uh, doesn't have a Democratic or Republican skew. Not that that's a you know, a perfect indication of where you fall on the, um, on the political spectrum because Democrat and Republican, I mean, how much difference is there really? Zero. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you want to do this? <laughs> I mean, no, I mean, we, we can move on. I'm just saying. <laughs> yes. Totally agree. Um, but it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's sitting there at zero. So there's not much of a difference, uh, Politically, not not as much as I thought I would see college football being pushed further to the right. I guess that doesn't surprise me too much when you consider how centralized college football is to the south. Uh, right. NASCAR has low voter turnout. 
Uh, you guys want to know the lowest uh, voter turnout? Sure. What? Pro wrestling. Oh, I believe that. that. That's, the lower, that's shocking. The lower quadrant we have. Pro wrestling, uh, UFC, extreme sports, European soccer, uh, monster trucks, supercross, uh, major league soccer, and right at neutral it was a voter turnout, the NBA. Uh, and I mean I don't know if we've I like that monster pro- trucks need the All right, yeah, what else? I don't know if we've ever put pro wrestling on our continuum, but that's more of a performance based activity, is it not? I mean uh, it is yeah, a, I would it say is so. athletic. It is athletic, but it also has it has a judge referee, but it's also determined. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Well, we'll have to do some more pro wrestling coverage. We did the story about them getting the wrestlers uh, getting stuck in Saudi Arabia. Yeah, that was wild. Um, but yeah, I, we need to we need to see what's happened in the in the the pro wrestling world because there there is some interesting there are some interesting stories there, <laughs> without um, a doubt. But next up, um, a lot of the fans you might be seeing in. Uh, uh, in professional sports uh, might just be Hoosiers because right. a company in Lebanon, not Lebanon, it's Lebanon, Indiana. Correct. Uh, D.S. Smith, who specializes in producing cardboard materials and packaging, has announced that they are producing cardboard cutouts of fans uh, to be placed in bleachers during sporting events. Snoop, what do, you th- what, do you, what do you think about this? You're the one who dug this story up. I love it. So first off, D.S. Smith and their cardboard cutouts. I mean, a renewable resource, right? Cardboard. Yeah. Great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, at least they're not made out of plastic, I guess. They're not foam core. They're not foam core fans. Yeah. They're, they're cardboard fans. They said they can produce uh, more than 50,000 fan cutouts per day. That's a lot. That is a lot of fans. That's so individual within, prints, too. That is a lot. Man. Yeah. Within Dang. two months, they could actually um, populate Build all, the stadiums. Of, all of the stadiums of the NFL and uh, Major League Baseball. When they won't have to when you, can, when you think about you know the Jets and the Giants both share a stadium. And especially in uh, football, you can ship these things, mm-hmm. which is – uh, just Whoa. like, just pure uh, excess to be able to ship these things from from uh, stadium to stadium to fill stadium up stadium to stadium. stadium. Yeah, yeah, and just fill I, up so the stands. My, my question is, how much do these things run, and should we get one for Corey Correspondent? Well, you're gonna have to contact them, so you can't uh, you can't just get a a a price there's no right. off-the-shelf price so you've got to you've got to contact their specially trained team i'm out uh so they can custom <laughs> custom tailor a solution that fills your seats yep um, they have multiple colors yeah things and seats to give a sense of perspective to the players that they're not all alone said the owner my biggest gripe is that uh when i'm looking at their photoshop renderings one they're they're not very well done, I will say. What, uh, the cutouts? The cutouts. 
the Photoshop jobs are not are not well done. So I'm on dsmith.com. Uh, yeah, why do they have listeners at home? You can head. you can go to this and you, because of die cutting. Oh, so you yeah. don't want to. So when you when you print these cardboard uh, cutouts, you don't want to have to die cut around each person's hairstyle. Right, right. Because each time when you do that, you're literally making a metal die in the shape of of these things. So you want to need to invest in a laser cutter. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. So this. So they're, they're using that. Yeah, that would get pricey. And with laser cutting, you get a kind of a burnt edge to it when you're dealing mm. with paper products. Uh, so they've got this kind of just generic head shape. It's kind of a generic human body shape. But I want you guys, I sent, I sent you a link to the D.S. Smith uh, website here. Yeah, these are look, terrible. I want you to look at the middle photo. There is a... Uh, a woman at the very front with her arms crossed looking with oh, a yeah. sour, sour expression on her face. She's jacked. And she is obviously, it is obviously a man's torso. For sure. A woman's and head and, the, a wo- and then a woman's legs. And the third guy in with shorts on has no legs. Right. Oh, yeah. And they are, they're reusing heads. They're going to, so here's my advice to D.S. Smith. One. Hire someone who's better at Photoshop. Right. Two, pay a little bit more for stock photo models. Um, Just do a full body. Just 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 require a full body shot. Um, Yeah, but you want to switch them out. Like they're they're doing some sort of algorithm that matches the head with the body, so you can get more iterations. Like this does not this does not smack of algorithm to me. This smacks of just bad photoshopping. Agreed. You think so? It looks yeah. like some of these people are the same, and then they're like swapping out. They're like just mixing and matching, but I, I, I don't think there's I don't think there's an algorithm. I think it's Photoshop layers, and they're just turning them off and on. Uh, but they're I just not right. doing a great job here. Um, but it is, you know, it's an interesting solution. I wish them well. Um, I just, uh, I don't know. What I'm saying is, hey guys, hire me. What, yeah. I want to. I want to make fans. I want to make fans for you. Oh, what yeah. do you think about this? What do you think about? What do you think about the uh, the potential of no fans? Let's say in college football. Let's say college football goes like full on conference games only. Atlanta loses their shirt, hundred million dollars because there's no Chick Fil A games. Everybody goes home with Polynesian sauce, uh, and there's no because there's no fans. There's no home field advantage. Why not just play the games in uh, um, neutral sites? Because I think that, yeah. Is there gonna? Is there not even gonna be a band? Uh, uh, I don't know. I mean, are they students, not student athletes? Because well, student athletes might are not even, make students might not even be on camp. So the SEC should just play all their games at the Georgia Dome or something. Yeah. I mean. I'm asking for a friend, uh, I guess. But like, like, what do you what do you do in this situation? If if Rowdy, we've talked about this before. The advantage of having home field, right? If you don't have fans, you're taking that away on third, fourth down, specifically yeah. in football. But the twelfth man, the tw- the twelfth man, precisely. Yeah. So, what's the advantage of ever having to move? If Major League Baseball, if you're, why are we? Why are we traveling around the country 
Well, this is if what we've talked about. We've talked about this way before COVID even hit, that there should just be a baseball. Did we talk about it or do you yeah. talk about it? <laughs> there should just be a sports zone somewhere in like the Great Plains. Oh, yeah. And that we should just build all these teams should just play there. So there's no home team advantage. And we just have these sports. Con- it's essentially. It's the bubble. All this podcast, we invented the bubble. You're right. A couple of years ago. But yeah. we're not. Do we get any credit for it? Do we ever get credit when we're on the on the leading edge of the cutting edge of no. anything? But that's no. okay. You know what? It's all right. We're. we're uh, Stay humble. Yeah, exactly. Are we? <laughs> yeah. Stay humble, stay hungry. Right. What um, What do you think about this, Street? Are you okay with, with Sports Sans fans? No, because it's, I mean, yeah, I get it. And, and my thing is, is like, this is, this is, these are weird times and things are going to be, things are going to be different and, and strange. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I agree that fans definitely make, a difference and in the four minutes worth of NBA that I watched today, the Nuggets game, the four talking heads yelling at each other over Zoom instead of just a play by play call was mm-hmm. atrocious. Mm. And, I mean, I, I think for TV viewing, if they would just call the games, mm. it would be one thing. And like in baseball, they got the crowd, the crowd noise pumped in. They're pumping the, yeah. Um, even though they could get more sophisticated, I mean, I saw a home run and like the crowd noise was just the same. They're just playing right. a track. They don't have like home run noise or right. big play noise or whatever. But um, I mean, I don't think the leagues care because it's all, it's just all about TV money now. Yeah. I yeah, don't think they really should... care how it's going to affect the teams. Well, the leagues, the players, they're they're sucking us in. I mean, it's almost like that uh, amusing ourselves to death, Neil Postman esque right. kind of argument where you're giving us entertainment, but at what cost? Uh, you know, I've been thinking a lot about these um, these uh, taxpayer funded arenas. Well, you know, yes. Around here, we paid a bunch of money to Bankers yep. Life Fieldhouse for the Pacers to play. And Lucas Oil. We built it. Yeah, we built it with the intention that, okay, you can fill it 41 games out of the year. You can fill it 8, 9, 10 games out of the year, including pre, uh, including the, the preseason. And we're going to be able to – we're not going to pay – we're not going to charge you, but we're going to charge tax on those who come to the game. We're going to charge a sales tax. We're going to charge a uh, – uh, convenience tax. We're going to charge a hotel right. tax on those people who come to the game. Well, Food beverage. Yeah. If there's no game, think about this. If there's no game that's happening in the, at the local level around that economy that we've talked about, the actual, like, right. the actual uh, event, then then none of that money is recuperated for the for the local economy for the community, nope. but. All of that money is still being filtered into the owner's hands because they're still getting the TV rights. They're still getting yep. all of the value of the game without ever have ever actually having to interact with the community that's put up all the money for them to be in the community. You know what that's called? That's called looting. <laughs> yes, it is called looting. Exactly. Yeah. It's called looting. 
some people are getting value out of this. We are propping up millionaires and billionaires. Yep. And and the community that's put actually put out funds for them to stay here are not seeing any of the value. Well, and you, you know what need, else? You don't need Indiana in front of Indiana Pacers if you're not playing in Indiana. If you're going to play in a bubble in Orlando, right? you're not the Indiana Pacers because the, the community is not getting the value out of them. We're just it's, – it's, Or participating in the game. It's, it's, it's association, but mm-hmm. that's it. Uh, and and it's we're we're uh, we're we're becoming blind to that fact. We we've well, just like decided yeah. to check into this and and have you know build some part of our uh, our um, self worth into it. But really, we can't even drive down the street and see them play anymore. Right. Here's my billionaire argument for playing without fans. And this is what I've been. I'm just, I'm just laughing. I'm just laughing because this is what I mean. For a minute, I was gonna. I feel like I said this in the very first episode of this podcast. It's like when people say, when people are talking about their favorite sports team, and they say, "We, we, we." You didn't do anything. You don't play for that. No, no, no. no. But but we did. They paid for it. Yes, we paid for it. There was an association there be, through the taxpayer-funded yeah. arena. You know what that's called? These... You getting screwed. Yes, it's looting. You're yeah. getting, yeah, Absolutely. you're getting, yeah, you're getting, we're getting used. It's a grip. Yeah, it's a grip. Sure. So you can, so you can say we. There's no, there's not. no we, there's no we in team. <laughs> I'm not saying it's not a grip. What I'm saying is that at least there you've was never a... you've never been a part of this. Your favorite sports teams that you love so much that you've loved for years, you've never been a part of them. You've never you've you they don't care about you. No, they, well, they never I, I they think... never they never they never have. And yeah, you're like they fans fans are irrelevant. That's what ever that's since what, the invention of TiVo, TiVo, I agree with you. Yep, yep. That's what this. That's what this pandemic is showing. Uh, some people, I wouldn't say all, but some people. No, it's not the pandemic it, showing you. It's Rowdy showing you, but no one's listening. <laughs> <laughs> I've been but, showing you. But there was a relevance on on the ecosystem that revolved around the sport in the community when you when you pluck the the team out of the community and you put them on the island you put them in the bubble and you take all of that economic yeah it's uh, like watching a video game it's like the i don't know you it's like some random you know nintendo game from the 80s and it's like i don't know it's the dragons versus the snakes these are the two teams it's like what, what I, game? I, I, no, time out. What I, game? I, I, have, <laughs> I, have, I have no idea, but it's just like, you know, any of those, any of those like 80s or 90s uh, video games where it's like, we couldn't afford the rights to use right. the real team name. So we're just oh, going to yeah. make up these team names. It's like, well, I'm equally invested in all of these teams. That's how, that's how it is with, I mean, that's the, that's been the reality of sports. It's just no one realized that. Well, and because here's you my, could put your city's name in front of it. Here's my billionaire argument against your case, Snoop. It, what I imagine billionaires are thinking is like, yeah, I mean, we did a lot for the local economy, but all those restaurants closed already. <laughs> but they're soothing us. They're soothing us. They're giving us this like these little 
these little crumbs for to to uh, to satisfy us and and put us back into a slumber where we're not actually understanding what's happening. We don't. It's a actually, great distraction. It's the great distraction. Yeah, yeah, and it's. Wake up, sheeple! <laughs> oh yeah, dude! Oh yeah! Well, it's it's the Noam Chomsky argument. It's like think about the information and the nuance and the intellectual power and energy spent on sports, and think about if you use that in terms of like learning anything else that contributed to society. <laughs> <laughs> You're telling me that fantasy sports don't contribute to society? <laughs> oh man, I, it's true. I, it is. It's. A, I mean, it is. It when you get down to the nitty gritty of it, it is just leverage and uh, I don't uh, think uh, economic thing. Well, I don't think maybe some. I think that you know those within the the uh, complex, this the industrial complex of sports may argue this, but I don't think anybody on this podcast specifically as fans, we've ever argued uh, anything against the triviality of sports. It's all right. trivial. Oh, for sure. We've all, we've all said that from the beginning. Like, it doesn't, that doesn't mean that I don't see it as valuable. It's just that it's also, there's also a trivial aspect to it. The, well, it certainly the, is an economic driver. The game itself is trivial, I guess I should say. Right. Everything around it has, there is a major value to it. Yeah. So now that we figured that out, what else we got? Are we well, done? I think we should jump. I think we should jump to uh, the fact that uh, Canada is un-American because they've they've banned baseball. I think there's some there's some tie into this conversation. Yeah, here. I mean, what an un-American move for Canada to make. Yeah, I don't know how they yeah. could do this. So here's what happened: they don't respect the flag. <laughs> yeah, they're they're kneeling all over us. You know what? You know what Canada is. You know, it's just a big knee that's kneeling on the United States. All the States way across the top of us. Yep. No, re no regard for yeah. the stars and bars. Uh, is that what we're called? Stars and stripes. That's right. Yeah. Stars and bars got canceled. Yeah. So here's what's happened. Uh, what originally happened is Toronto got approval from Toronto and the province to play in Toronto because right now Ontario, with Ontario with the pandemic. They were we we had to get approval. They had to get approval to play. Well, uh, what happened since then? Uh, not so great. So um, they have been beefcake Trudeau. Yeah, yep. <laughs> the federal government has denied the request for uh, Toronto Blue Jays to play in in Toronto. Um, so based on the best, this is what the CBC said. Uh, Based on the best available public health advice, we have concluded the cross-border travel required for MLB regular season play would not adequately protect Canadians' health and safety. That's from Mark Mendocino, the Minister of Immigration, Refugees, and Citizenship said. As a result, Canada will not be issuing a national interest exemption for the MLB's regular season. So it's pretty harsh words. Now, uh, what happened next? Well, Toronto's trying to find a, a home. Or the Blue Jays, I should say, are trying to find a home. They and tried from, from what I hear, Buffalo sucks. The stadium sucks that they were planning on using yeah. a minor league stadium. 
Well, it's small, and apparently one of their well, who cares? They, they don't the have right, any fans. The right field is like two hundred and sixty-eight feet. Oh well, now that's a problem. Vlad Jr. just a gun ahead. Youngest. Yeah. So they were trying to play in Pittsburgh, but Pittsburgh, uh, home of the Pirates, PNC Park, has said they have denied. Uh, uh, the Pennsylvania Department of Health announced that they're going to deny their request to play at PNC Park. So now they can't even play in Pittsburgh. <coughs> so there is, at this point, the Toronto Blue Jays... You're canceled. You're canceled. You're canceled. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Vlad. You need to get a trade, son. Next step would be uh, Baltimore at K- Oriole Park at Camden Yards. About Detroit. Uh, it could be Detroit or uh, Salem Field in Buffalo, which is the home of the Buffalo Bisons. Uh, yeah, that would be interesting. I would they don't like have any like, like college fields or anything that they could play on? Mm, well, probably. Then they could what use metal bats. Syracuse, yeah, there you go. Omaha, <laughs> Omaha's got a. That's a grip. Commute. Yeah, but that's a that's a trek from Toronto. But they don't have any fans. Who cares? The other option well, right true. now, their options are Baltimore, Buffalo, or they're just going to be the home team at, at home games, but play them in the stadiums of the visiting team. Which, to our point earlier, huh. home and away has no meaning this year. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, other than familiarity with the park. Yep. But so all Toronto, those guys have played in all those parks before. So, I mean, you know. So they've got till the 29th. Their home opener is on the 29th against the Washington Nationals. Even sports think? is exhausting now. It's not fun. It's just it? like God. You can't make up your mind. You just. I mean, jeez. Rowdy, are you just reveling in all of that? I, I love it. it. I he love it. it. I think you know what though. I think they should come and play in Indianapolis. Why not? Why That's one of the why can't they take over Victory Field? Country. It's one of the better minor league parks in the country. Yeah, they sure. could do that. I I'd go not watch a game there. Go look through the fence at Vlad. <laughs> yes. All right. Do we have one time for one more? We have, we yeah, have man. Five let's minutes. do it. All right. Five minutes. What is it? Uh, Dwight Howard uh, apparently has no time for vaccines. He certainly does not. In his twelve-minute, I don't know if it was a TikTok <laughs> tweet, Instagram, what kind of video it was, but it was a not twelve-minute, twelve-second uh, thing where it was basically like, "You want to know what I think? I don't believe in, uh, I don't believe in vaccines. That's what I think." So it's the like, reason he cool, posted, cool man, <laughs> was this posted, just this was just kind of out of nowhere? Like, no, it, not quite. Dwight Howard was called out on the um, wait for people uh, who don't know who's Dwight Howard. Dwight Howard is the center for the uh, Houston, or uh, sorry, the L.A. Lakers. So yeah, he was used to called be out. Mm. He was called out um, on the um, snitch line, the NBA snitch line. Uh, yeah. For not wearing a mask, got a dime dropped on him. He got, yeah, somebody dropped, oh. dropped a dime on him. The Dwight Howard walking around here with no mask, so he was fined, 
and uh, apparently had a Stern talking to, and uh, I don't know if he's been suspended. I don't mm-hmm. think he's been suspended. I haven't heard that. But he's been fined, and in response to this, yes, he put out the uh, he put out a video that said, you know, I think it's not even real. Also, don't vaccinate your kids. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. I, did, I just have never understood any of that on, Which on uh, the anti-vax stuff. I just have. Oh, well, I mean, I guess it's just anti. Reed, do you really? We really want to touch this topic? No. Again, you want to get the crazy? Uh, again, you want to get the crazies uh, doxing us? Uh, yeah. Well, go ahead. Uh, but. Mm. I, I, maybe it's just the anti-science stuff. It, it, it's just a, it's just a piece of that, I guess. What don't you get about it? I don't know. <laughs> you don't, you don't want to say. I mean, you, you're gonna, you're I gonna, don't. You're gonna I, mute. No, I just don't understand why. I just don't understand why people. There are plenty of legitimate conspiracies to be interested in. This one's <laughs> stupid. Yeah, I gotta say, like way more way more fun conspiracies to yeah. be. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Complex. Yeah. And, and, I, I, and much yeah, more like right. impactful conspiracies yeah. to be interested in. Yeah. And and no, some I, that I aren't agree. some that aren't even uh, that even that hidden that are conspiracies. Like the yeah. uh, Catholic Church getting PPP money. Because they're out of money because of all of the lawsuits that they've had filed mm. against them in the past couple of years. I mean, that's right and, out. And they're not going. Nobody... And they're not going downstairs and getting those five-pound rubies and hawking them right now either. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, dude. Yeah. Okay. They talk have about those. looting. <laughs> you want to talk about precious jewels? Well, that's my precious it. stones. That's it. We did it. We did sports. <laughs> One forty-nine. As always, I want to thank the ministers, Mikey Jet Belly Music, the Commissioner Brandon Casper, food editor Dennis Chu, and the honorary ball boy this week is Ball Woman. Alyssa Nakin is the first female base running coach in Major League Baseball history for the San Francisco Giants. Made her debut on the 20th. Wait, what's a base running coach? Are they literally just like, I teach you how to run? Well, they tell you when to run. They give you signals. Yeah. They talk you up. They hold your gloves. So <laughs> how many? They so <laughs> They take your shin guards, your elbow yeah. guards. Yeah. So when you're playing baseball, yep. How many different? I feel like she, we're kind of said, missing the real you, meat of the ball. You girl, said she's a. <laughs> you said she's a coach. A I'm a ball, I'm yeah, a with ball you there, running coach. So what? Base, base running, running coach. Base running coach. Yeah. So if you're a baseball player, how many different coaches are you watching? There's one on first base. There's one on third base, and then there's one in the dugout. Wait, they got coaches out on the bases. Base running coaches. Yes. They stand out. They stand next to first base and they stand next to third base. There's an actual box that they have to stay in, Rowdy. On the baseball field? Yes. You act like you've never seen a damn game before. <laughs> I, I guess I haven't. So, okay. So, you got. Rowdy's okay. a baseball fan now. <laughs> so, you've got the guy hitting the ball. Uh huh. 
He runs to batter. first the batter. Yeah, so he runs to first base. Yep. Uh-huh. And there's the opposing team's player there that can tag him out if he first catches player. the ball or whatever. The first base yeah. also man. known as a defender. But there's also a coach standing there. Yeah. Just uh, just outside of the uh, field of play. Yes. What do you mean off the grass? Outside of the baseline, no, there's a foul line that says this is out of bounds, this is inbounds, and he yeah. and the 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 base running coach, the base coach is is out like of bounds. on that line, on the other side of the line. Really? Okay, in their box. So second base. Okay, no first coach. base. No, no one's coach. at second base because no, that would because, be like the outfield. Right, and you can see you can either look at the first base coach or the third base coach from second base. But the, so these 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 ball running coaches, they're basically just like base running coaches. These base running coaches are basically just like go 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 go. Right or stop or or stop or steal. So they're basically yeah. like dads in little league or moms now. Yes, kind of. But they're also they're telling you like you're they're saying. they're also the ones who are watching the first. Let's say on first base, watching the first baseman, watching what his tendencies are and helping you convey that. And then also watching for the signs from the dugout on what you're going to do. Okay. Now we got to hit and run on, or, Hey, you want to be careful because you know, behind you, they're shifting the, uh, the outfield right. this way. So you need to be more careful if the balls hit to left field, right. be aware that they've shifted to the left or be aware. And that yeah. They can, send, if, they can send signs to the batter too. If we just they're, got rid of all of them though, wouldn't that just simplify things? No, like in general terms, they're what you might call coaches. So right. they're going right. But if coach. we just got rid of them and let the players decide, no, because uh, last time I, what, what, uh, what when, like when I woke them? up this morning, I thought I woke up in a free country. Hey, no, where if exactly. I saw the chance yeah, to wrong. run to a base, I could run to that base. That's a negative. The workers. This isn't a chop, economy. man. There are yeah. coaches. We're not in yeah. chop. This is coaches. <laughs> yes. yes, the workers should have no autonomy. We need the management class, obviously. Right. right. This, <laughs> this is mind-blowing. <laughs> <laughs> They're just little league dads. Go, go, go. Buddy, buddy, buddy. Keep her on the ball. Find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or email us at sports, sports, sportspod at gmail.com with any questions, headlines, or topics you want to discuss. And don't forget to rate us and subscribe. New episodes will be there every Thursday where we will ask, how about some base running? How about it? How about some ball coaching? Yeah.